Welcome to the Wonder World Podcast, where we compile stories, cool facts, and fun for curious kids. I'm Olivia. And I'm Pam. And this is the first week of October. October 2nd is a fun day with both World Farm Animals Day and World Architecture Day happening. October 4th is National Cinnamon Day and National Taco Day. Now there is a combination. Maybe we can eat tacos and churros for dinner. (laughs) That would be nice. Yeah, it would be. October 5th is National Do Something Nice Day. October 6th is Kids Music Day and National Badger Day. And October 8th is Pastor Appreciation Day, World Dyslexia Day, and World Octopus Day, which is convenient because Octo, Eight, Octopus. October. Yes. I think we're on to something there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, famous birthdays this week include Ray Kroc, former CEO of McDonald's, who was born on October 5th, and television personality and American Idol judge Simon Cowell, who was born on October 7th. This week in history, on October 2nd, 1968, California's Redwood National Park was established. Redwoods are the tallest of all trees, growing up to 400 feet during a lifetime that can span 2,000 years. October 8, 1871, the Great Fire of Chicago erupted. According to legend, it started when Mrs. O'Leary's cow kicked over a lantern in her barn on DeCoven Street. Oh, have you ever heard the song about that? I don't think I have. Oh, how did it go? Oh, it was one dark night when we were all in bed. Oh, Ma Leary put the lantern in the shed. The cow kicked it over and winked its eye and said, it's going to be a hot time in the old town tonight. I'll have That's to teach horrible. you that song. <laughs> it is kind of horrible, but I don't know. We sang it when I was in school. <laughs> Goodness. Hey there, curious listeners. Today, let's dive into the exciting story of Ray Kroc, the man behind McDonald's. Ray Kroc was a determined fellow who turned a small idea into a global sensation. Born in 1902, Ray started off selling milkshake machines. One day, he met the McDonald brothers, who had a small restaurant with a speedy system. Ray saw potential in their idea and joined forces. He helped make McDonald's what we know today, a place where you can go to grab a quick meal. Ray's creativity and hard work turned McDonald's into a giant success. He introduced innovations like the drive through and those iconic golden arches. His business smarts made McDonald's a household name around the world. Ray Kroc's story teaches us that with persistence and innovative thinking, we can turn a small dream into a big reality. And now for our trivia. In which state was McDonald's first located? Was it A, Maine, B, Texas, or C, California? Imagine a huge metal tower that looks just like it's made of a giant erector set. That's the Eiffel Tower. It's in Paris, France, and it's pretty famous. Long ago, in 1889, a clever engineer and architect named Gustave Eiffel built it for an event called the World's Fair. People thought it was amazing because it was so tall and unique. It was like a metal masterpiece that reached up to the sky. 
At first, though, there were some folks that didn't like it, but over time, they realized how special it was. The Eiffel Tower became a symbol of Paris and is still there today, standing strong. People from all over the world visit it, and it's like a giant playground in the sky with wonderful views. So that's the story of how the Eiffel Tower went from being something new and a bit strange to a beloved icon. This week's word of the week is myriad. Myriad means a countless or extremely great number. Dad thought he would never finish raking the myriad of autumn leaves in the yard. The little girl was amazed by the myriad of stars shining in the night sky. See if you can sneak this word in a myriad of your conversations this week. Hey there, Wonderworld listeners. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of online content? Uncertain about what's really educational and safe for your kids? We get it. And that's why we're bringing you the Wonder Kids Club. Every week, alongside our regular Wonder World episode, your child dives deeper into history, science, poetry, and so much more. For just $7 a month, you'll get a curated package of fun activities tailored for each episode. Activities like puzzles, notebooking pages, engaging copywork, coloring pages, nature study, dot to dot, and so much more. As a Wonder Kids Club member, you'll also get bonus audio content every single week, so you have a little something to listen to every day. We'll be expanding on the exciting topics we cover in our episodes, ensuring that your curious explorer gets that extra sprinkle of wonder. Parents, we would love to be your companion in alternatives to screen time. Dive into a world where education meets entertainment. Let's ignite curiosity, foster creativity, and make learning an adventure. Join the Wonder Kids Club today and make every episode an immersive experience. Get more info at wonderworldpodcast.com, and we can't wait to welcome you to the club. Let's talk about badgers, those furry digging experts. Badgers are mammals that live in burrows underground. They have strong claws that help them dig to make cozy homes. Badgers are kind of like night owls. They're most active at night. They have a keen sense of smell, which helps them find food like bugs, worms, and even small animals. You might recognize a badger by its distinctive black and white stripes on its face. They're really good at defending themselves, and they're known for being a bit shy. Badgers are clever and cool creatures that are part of the animal family called mustelids, which also includes otters and weasels. The next time you see those black and white stripes, you'll know you're looking at a smart little badger. Hey, Mom. Yes, Olivia. Why don't Americans eat snails? I think I know why Americans don't eat snails. (laughs) Because they like fast food. Oh, that's not what I was thinking, but that one's funny too. (laughs) Hey, Olivia, what What? did the boy badger say to his girlfriend? What? You really dug your way into my heart. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, goodness. Have you ever wondered why leaves change color in the autumn? The changing of colors is like a magical science show, and many people drive long distances to see the beautiful colors change in places like Colorado and Maine. During spring and summer, 
Leaves are green because of something called chlorophyll, which helps trees make food from sunlight. But in autumn, days get shorter and trees take a break from making food. They stop producing as much chlorophyll and the green color fades away, revealing hidden colors like reds, yellows, and oranges that were always there. New pigments make red and purple, while existing pigments create yellows and oranges. Trees are getting ready for winter, like a cozy nap, and changing colors is their way of showing off before the cold months. It's a beautiful treat for our eyes and makes autumn very special. And now back to our trivia. In which state was McDonald's first located? Was it A, Maine, B, Texas, or C, California? The answer is C. The first McDonald's was located in San Bernardino, California. Welcome back to the second installment of Hansel and Gretel. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, you should go back and listen to that so you don't miss the beginning of our tale. If you did listen, you will remember that the mean stepmother convinced her poor husband to abandon his children in the forest. Hansel had been pretending to look back at a kitten as they walked into the woods. Now, on to our story. Of course, Hansel had not been looking at his kitten, but had been taking every now and then a flint from his pocket and dropping it on the road. When they reached the middle of the forest, the father told the children to collect wood to make a fire to keep them warm, and Hansel and Gretel gathered brushwood enough for a little mountain, and it was set on fire, and when the flame was burning quite high, the wife said, Now lie down by the fire and rest yourselves, you children, and we will go and cut wood, and when we are ready, we will come and fetch you. So Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire, and at noon they ate their pieces of bread. They thought their father was in the wood all the time, as they seemed to hear the strokes of an axe, but really it was only a dry branch hanging to a withered tree that the wind moved to and fro. So when they had stayed there a long time, their eyelids closed with weariness, and they fell fast asleep. When at last they woke, it was night, and Gretel began to cry and said, How shall we ever get out of this wood? But Hansel comforted her, saying, Wait a little longer until the moon rises, and then we can easily find the way home. When the full moon got up, Hansel took his little sister by the hand and followed the way where the flint stones shone like silver and showed them the road. They walked on the whole night through, and at the break of day they came to their father's house. They knocked at the door, and when the wife opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You naughty children, why did you sleep so long in the wood? We thought you were never coming home again. But the father was glad, for it had gone to his heart to leave them both in the woods alone. Not very long after that, there was again great scarcity in those parts, and the children heard their stepmother say at night in bed to their father, Everything is finished up. We have only a half a loaf of bread, and after that the tale comes to an end. The children must be off. We will take them farther into the wood this time, so that they shall not be able to find the way back again. There is no other way to manage. The man felt sad at heart, and he thought, it would be better to share one's last morsel with one's children. But the wife would listen to nothing that he said, but scolded and reproached him. He who says A must say B too, and when a man has given in once, he has to do it a second time. But the children were not asleep and had heard all the talk. When the parents had gone to sleep, Hansel got up to go out and get more flint stones as he had before. But the wife had locked the door and Hansel could not get out. But he comforted his little sister and said, Don't cry, Gretel, and go to sleep quietly, and God will help us. 
Early the next morning, the wife came and pulled the children out of bed. She gave them each a little piece of bread less than before, and on the way to the wood, Hansel crumbled the bread in his pocket and often stopped to throw a crumb on the ground. Hansel, what are you stopping behind and staring for? said the father. I'm looking at my little pigeon sitting on the roof to say goodbye to me, answered Hansel. You fool, said the wife. That is no pigeon, but the morning sun shining on the chimney pots. Hansel went on as before and strode breadcrumbs all along the road. Thanks so much for joining us on the Wonder World Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. The reviews you leave help us get word out about the podcast to more families. Reviews like the one from Virtues and Follies. She said, my 11-year-old loves this podcast, and I think it has a wide age appeal. It's a great way for us to squeeze in some quick learning while we're on the go running errands. Fun, engaging, and educational without any agenda, annoying characters, or questionable content. Five out of five from both kiddo and parent. Thank you so much, Virtues and Follies. Those words are just music to our ears. So head on over and leave us a review. We thank you. And also check out wonderworldpodcast.com for more information about the Wonder Kids Club. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Wondering.